0: Of my podcast darlings Vocal records. This episode I invited some of my friends from the pet reporters group and we're going to answer some questions you have asked us earlier. Okay the first question is what are your pronouns if you feel comfortable with sharing so let's go mine are she her actually my preference but i'm glad to use all pronouns so i actually don't care you can use them, he him you can also use new pronouns if you want to hi
1: guys my name is chan and my pronouns
0: are she her hi i'm shy May.
2: hello my name is jp and my pronouns are he him
0: where are you from i'm from germany
2: i'm from
1: america yeehaw um mm. Ew, I hated that. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm American.
3: I'm from the US, but I live in India.
0: Okay, so the next few questions are about mood boards. And the first is, why did you get into mood boards? The second is, can you remember a first mood board? Then we have, what mood board would you love to make but just can't ever seem to make? And the last one is, which mood board would you like to live in if it really existed? To answer the questions about mood boards, why did you get into mood boards? I've already explained it in my last episode and I got into it because I already have Instagram and a friend of mine made some on her own. So I got inspired and yeah, made some too. Can you remember your first mood board? Yes, I can. It's about Ginny Weasley. I've never posted it, but it's still in my gallery. What mood board would you love to make, but just can't ever seem to make? Um, I don't really know. I have a checklist about mood boards I want to make and about some I've already made but not posted yet. And, yeah, I have a few I've already written down and haven't made them. For example, we have me and my friends in anime. <laughs> I've already started making it, but I've just never seemed to finish it. <laughs> Which mood, what would you like to live in if it really existed? I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe about me being in an anime or about some cool retro aesthetic or a builds mood board I know I have some pretty cool mood boards saved and I can really imagine myself living in them
1: okay good question so I got into mood boards about it's been almost a year it will be a year in July because I saw them on my explore page a lot I saw like egg tourists a lot but those big accounts would always be on my page and I thought they were really cool so I was like I'll try them out so I tried those out. The first board I ever made was a Harry Styles one for Fine Line. Because Fine Line had just came out. But then I didn't make an account until much later after I made that because I played around with it for a bit. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make it. Because I was afraid of like people from my school finding it and everything. But then I was like, I don't really care. And I kind of blocked them all anyway, so <laughs> no one from my school can find it in the first place. So that's how I got into them. That was the first one. I've always wanted to be able to make like clean esthetic ones but I just can't like it's just not me like I've tried to force myself to make ones that are very like not chaotic but like very calm and like the really pretty simple ones but I just can't I'm just not that type of person it doesn't reflect me personally to have like a really crisp like crisp and clean mood board so mine are all very like messy but like in a good way I want to live in I'd want any mood boards I want to live in um The last, the most recent one I made is for a game called Night in the Woods, and I would love to live in that mood board. It's so woodsy and foresty, so, like, pretty. Once other people have made probably a lot of the ones that are, like, like, pick, the ones that are, like, interactive ones, and they're, like, pick a blank and go on a coffee date or something. Like, I don't know. Those would be fun to live in. The interactive ones would be,
3: yeah. Those are all really good questions. I first started making mood boards because I originally was following a lot of fan accounts who made, like, collage aesthetics, and so I started making those, and then because I started making those and the hashtags I used, I started seeing other mood boards, and so then I just kind of slowly progressed from making aesthetics into mood boards. I think my first mood board was a Lilo and Stitch one. I took a whole bunch of just, like, blue pictures and put them for for the background and then took little like pngs of Lilo and Stitch and put them all around it and that was just it. It was pretty cute though. There's a lot of mood boards that I can just not make that are I, I try so many times and I can just never get it right and I think the one right now would be for the song Ship in a Bottle. I mean, I only found it recently, but I tried to make a mood board of it and it just turned into a normal Pirate Corps mood board. And I've just been listening to it like, what can I do with this? And I I can't figure it out. The mood board I'd want to live in would probably be a mood board by Midnight Monkey Madness on Instagram. I love all of her mood boards so much, but one of my absolute favorite ones is the one that the title is They Don't Need a Prince. It's just so beautiful. I look at it all the time and I'm just like, "Ugh, oh, it just it's so pretty. I could
2: pro- I could probably live in it." I got into mood boards because I was like following Uh, the 1975 stan accounts and I found a few mood board accounts that were like somehow related to the 1975. So I eventually started following more accounts that were like related to those accounts like that were suggested to me and that eventually also led me to uh, make a mood board account myself. Next question would be, can you remember your first mood board? Yes I do and it's actually pretty bad, like it was about my novel I'm writing right now and it was like really simple but I think it was also kind of decent so yeah. Um, now the next question. I think I would like to make mood board about my novel once it's finished but That will be in like a while because my novel is like really large and I am in like almost a half of the first draft. So yeah. (laughs) And the next one will be the one about living in a mood board. That will be one of my mood boards, which is about a playlist. It's titled, I think, Holding Hands While We... Uh, see the colorful sunset or something like that and that would be just like really really cute and I would love to experience that so I think that would be it.
0: Okay next question is how do you deal with having a public account in your schoolwork life how is it does it take much of your time have you ever been under pressure etc. I'm not about my public account because I don't really care a lot about it. I mean I do it but just for fun so I don't do it for likes. I mostly have the account to check with my friends and yeah I used to start making moopards then and so I have two things for my account and it's not the reason I'm pressured with school I'm just pressured with school in general and Yeah, I have many hobbies, and even if I would stop them, I would still find a reason to not do schoolwork. For example, just staring at the wall and daydreaming. So, yeah, I am pressured about school, but mainly just because about (laughs) school itself.
1: So, I personally haven't felt a lot of, like, pressure when it comes to this count. I just kind of do what I feel like doing, because I know the people who follow me, They're following me because they like my content and they like me, not because I'm posting a certain times a month or everything. I've definitely felt demotivated in everything whenever a post I really really love doesn't do as well as others, or parts of me are just like, are people only following me for this certain type of content and kind of get afraid to change things up. But recently, I've kind of gotten over that and I change my theme like once a month now. I kind of do what makes me happy and. Yeah, once I kind of stopped worrying so much about what other people expected from me on this account, I just kinda did what I wanted to. And yeah, my engagement's gone down, or yeah, my follower account isn't growing as much, but I am happier making what I'm making currently than I was earlier, and I'm making things and on stuff I genuinely enjoy. And I'm posting all the memes on my stories, not worrying about spamming people, because I kind of realize people choose to look at my page, people choose to watch my stories so I can post whatever I want on there, because if they're annoyed by it, they'll just stop coming to my page, or they're on follow me, so that's definitely this, when it comes to like managing my personal life with it, I definitely lack that skill, Um, (laughs) I am on my, my screen time for Instagram is quite high, um, because I'm always on there interacting with my friends I've made on here, because I love everyone I've met on here so much, so I do find myself having to like lock my phone away sometimes because I will get too caught up in everything and need to do my schoolwork kind of like right now how I am doing this podcast when I should be doing my assignments
3: but you know it's fine (laughs) this is a really good question um making mood boards doesn't really stress me out most of the time I don't feel too pressured to like keep a consistent posting schedule or to always have things to post um I just make them when I feel like it, and usually when I feel like it, I can get, like, five or six done. And so then I have things to post, and there's always collabs that are ending that I can post. But um, when it comes to school, I mean, it's definitely very stressful. And when it comes to balancing the two things, I think I do it pretty well. I usually make mood boards in the evening when I'm finished with school for the day and I'm finished with my homework or I make it, like, during lunch or during, during my breaks, just so that, you know, I'm not making mood boards instead of doing my schoolwork.
2: I think that, like, my, my mood board account is definitely for fun as well, and I just organize my time, like, for my account, for using Instagram in general, and for, like, school and you know, schoolwork and stuff. And it doesn't take a lot of my time, like uh, editing the boards or things like that. Uh, but of course it it takes a bit of my time, but as I said, not too much. And I really haven't been into like too much pressure. Like I have been in, in like, like under a lot of pressure, but it wasn't too much, like it was, It wasn't that bad, you know, and I just, I could organize my time and I am organizing my time. So, yeah.
0: The next question is, how would you describe them in a word? So how would I describe the pet reporters? I think either with the word swag, because we all use the word (laughs) to describe many different things or biblical, but I will leave that to JP because I know he's going to use it. Probably. <laughs>
1: I would describe the Pedro Borders as chaotic neutral. Like, I feel like if that was a word, I feel like it'd be it. Like, we're such a fun group of people. Like, genuinely, like, I love us. Like, we're just, like, everyone in that group brings such a cool aspect to the group. And we're all just, like, it's really chaotic most of the time. But then, you know, there's like the more neutral people who wind it back down, you know? So, yeah, if I had to describe us, I'd say we were chaotic neutral, would be like the best way to describe us.
3: If I could describe the petro-borders in one word, I think it would just be insane. We're all pretty crazy. Like, we switch between topics so fast. Lauren, half the time, she sends voice messages that are just her screaming, which, very, very nice. I mean, we're all pretty funny, too. I think insane and funny are two really good words. Basically,
2: I think I would describe the petro-borders as just really unique because i think we are all like unique and like cool as well and swag as anna i think it was anna that's that said that we're swag yeah
0: who out of y'all would be the first to be eaten by a titan I think it would be Mimi because she's not online that much. <laughs> and I think she will be eaten by a titan. Nobody would notice first. Oh my god, that's actually so sad.
1: Getting eaten who of us would get eaten by a titan first? Um, none of us because Pedro would be there to protect us. His godly powers would stop the Titan instantly
3: and we won't even have to worry about it. This is a this is a fun question. I've never actually seen Attack on Titan, but I know a lot about it. I'd say the first person to get eaten would probably be... Well, I don't know, it's kind of a hard question. Neve would not be the first person. She She's too powerful. So is Dills. She would not be the first person to go either. I feel like Moss has secret superpowers, so they probably wouldn't be first. They'd be nearer to the end. Honestly, I think maybe, like, Annie. I don't know. She just has those vibes.
2: I think the first one who could be, like, eaten by a titan. I think that perhaps either Annie or Mimi. Because, like, as Anna said, like, Mimi is not online uh, most of the time. Um, So, yeah, I think that's that that could be like a reason like like she's not present in like if it was in the attack on titan universe like she's not present in the i don't know the meetings or something like that and uh annie i don't know i feel like she'll be like a i don't know how this called like titan hunters i haven't seen that that anime show so i'm sorry about that but yeah I think and it would be like a sort of like a bad uh, titan hunter so yeah
0: then we have what is your favorite hobby my favorite hobby I have a lot of hobbies right now it's playing baseball writing novels listening to music being on instagram making mood boards my podcast, and yeah, maybe drawing too sometimes, and playing piano. My favorite
1: hobby. So besides making mood boards, um, I do karate. I'm a karate instructor, so I'm there most of the time. That's my favorite hobby. Um, Probably that or playing the ukulele. I do that
3: quite a bit. But yeah, probably karate and ukulele are my favorite hobbies. My favorite hobby is probably making mood boards. It's really fun. But I also like embroidery reading and writing, and making friendship bracelets a lot.
2: Favorite hobby will be probably, like, writing in general, because, I mean, I prefer to write stories, but I also like to write, like, poetry, essays. I had to do a speech recently, and I really like doing it. So, yeah, just writing in general, it's just wonderful for me.
0: What's your favorite animal? So I have two favourite animals. One of them are foxes because they are so cute and so fluffy and they're orange. <laughs> and my other is cats. I just love cats. Cats are so freaking cute. Oh my god.
1: What is your favorite animal? Probably a squirrel. I love squirrels because they're so cute, but then they're like little like they're little gremlins. Like I love them. There's a lot of squirrels in my backyard that like to try to like attack the bird feeders and like steal all the food from it and I just love them like squirrels are just they're just so cute yes probably squirrels
3: I you know you always get asked what your favorite animal is and I can never answer there are so many good animals I can't choose just one that I love but I I love cats a lot obviously I mean Pedro and Kiki and Perla they're all just amazing I love axolotls they're very very cute I love pigs and sea turtles, and I, I there's a whole bunch of cute types of snakes and frogs and <laughs> dogs and dogs. I said that weird. And ducks are really cool. I don't know. There are just so many animals. I can't just choose one.
2: My favorite animal would be cats because they're just cats. Like, I just think that cats are like best animal in the world or at least my favorite one because i don't know i honestly really love cats um yeah cats
0: then we have what is your favorite color and why my favorite color is orange and that's because yeah i really love the color it's so pretty and it fits my personality because when you look up orange personality traits or the meaning of the color orange then yeah you find a lot of things that link to my personality and to my thoughts which is really cool and that's actually not the reason why i like orange in the first way but it happened to fit so that's really cool and yeah i like that orange is a light color and that it mixed with red and yellow some cool colors too which yeah i don't prefer only so they're not my favorite colors when they're like that when they're not mixed but they're cool too and yeah i just love orange and the vibes i also love a lot of things that are orange, and it also gives me a nostalgic feeling.
1: My favorite color is probably any shade of green, really. It just, one, green looks good on me. Like, it makes my eyes look really good. And I just feel like, a, like I feel so hot when i are in green. So I love green. And then just like, you know, nature and plants and everything, it's such a pretty color. Like, you can't go wrong with green, except for maybe lime green. Lime green's kind of ugly, but I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. I can let lime green slide. But yeah, green's just a pretty color. There's really no color I don't like. Like, I like most of the colors. But, yeah, I think green's my favorite color.
3: I have two favorite colors. Purple and green. I I just love both of them. They're both really pretty. I mean, that's really my only reason for it. But they're just very nice to look at. And I also find whenever I'm making a mood board that doesn't have, like, a specific color scheme it needs to be, I always lean towards green and purple pictures for the background
2: my favorite color will be green i just feel like it describes me kind of uh i don't really know why like i cannot explain it but i just feel like it you know it's weird But yeah i just feel like green is like a reflection of my personality sort of so yeah i think it will be green
0: What's your favorite season and why? I really can't decide because right now I love autumn and summer and I like autumn that it's not too hot and yeah the trees are pretty and everything but I like that you can do in summer a lot of cool activities and that you have pretty flowers and I love the sun but it's too hot and not really good for my skin because it's not good when it's so hot
1: Spring is my favorite season because where I live, it gets really hot in the summer and humid and yucky. So spring's like the perfect in-between weather. Plus, it's just things are finally warming up after winter. School, you can kind of school slowly starting to come to an end. Like, it's just a really nice time. I definitely think spring's definitely my favorite. My favorite season
3: is definitely fall. Um, my birthday is in the fall. But besides that, being in the U.S. when I'm there during the fall, it's just so beautiful, all the leaves and the smell of the fallen leaves it just smells so good. And even though, you know, the leaves get muddy sometimes and nasty, it's it's very nice. And I love all the pumpkin desserts and, like, the cinnamon and everything. It's just all really nice.
2: I mean, this is a tricky one because in my country, we just have, like, two seasons, the dry season which is like more warm than the rainy season which is like a bit more cold and I think at least from these two seasons I prefer the the cold one the rainy season just because I like rain I I feel like mm, I don't know I just like it
0: what's your favorite movie I will just simply answer it with The Breakfast Club
3: I have a lot of favorite movies. I don't know if I have like one favorite, but one that's always up in the top is Lilo and Stitch. It's just, I, I've always loved it. It just makes me really happy. I also love The Nightmare Before Christmas, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, The Little Mermaid, Tangled, all Disney movies, all the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland are really good. I mean, there's just so many movies I love.
2: Okay. My favorite movie is called Baby Driver. I have watched that movie like three times. It amazes me every time. It's just like genius. It's brilliant. I love it.
0: Next question is, what is your favorite band? My favorite band is definitely the Beatles. Right
1: now, my favorite band is probably Modern Baseball or Slaughter Beach Dog.
2: My favourite band would be The Cure and they, like, my favourite band used to be The 1975 but now I just changed my mind and yeah, now The Cure is definitely my favourite band.
0: What is your favourite album? I like a lot of albums and I listened to many albums recently but I think my favourite might be Rubber Soul because it's still the one I've listened to the most and it's just it's such a classic, I will never get over it. So I have a lot of albums that I
1: love. Right now my favorites are Your City Give Me Asthma by Wilbur Soot. Um, I really love Birdie by Slaughter Beach Dog. Sports by Modern Baseball. Um, Songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. And Dawn by MXM Tune are all my
3: top albums right now. My favorite album right now would probably be Sleepyhead by Cavetown. I've just been listening to it a lot.
2: My favorite album will be Disintegration by The Cure. It's just like a great album. And it's really special to me. I think those are like enough reasons for an album to be considered your favorite one. Um, Especially if it's like like really special to you. And also I am from Costa Rica.
0: Are you a Swifty? No, I'm personally not. I've never really listened to Taylor Swift.
1: I wouldn't say that I am. I do like her music, and I really loved folklore. And just in general, growing up, I always have liked her music. But I wouldn't say I'm, like, a big fan of hers. But she's pretty cool. She's a cool girl. I like her. I like her.
3: I mean, I guess I'm kind of a Swifty. I don't know. When I was younger, I was obsessed with Taylor Swift. I listened to all of her music but now I haven't really. I listened to Folklore ever more when they first came out, but I don't really listen to them anymore. But I would say I I definitely used to be a Swifty.
2: Okay, I don't think I am a Swifty because I have only listened to her most recent albums, like the two most recent albums, and they're actually pretty good. I don't think... Like, I like something outside those albums. uh. So yeah, I wouldn't consider myself a uh, Swifty.
0: Songs that are super, super special to you. I have a lot of special songs, especially some I often hear with my dad or that remind me of my dad because my dad is one of my most favorite person and he has a good music taste so we listen yeah to a lot of music and yeah for example one of those songs are don't forget about me from the breakfast club because he was the person who taught me to watch this movie and then i have seen it for the first time with him together and that's our song now and the song is so cool i really love it then also maybe the song Come on Eileen because it is the song from me and one of my best friends and I really love the song because it's really good and always reminds me of my friend and also reminds me of the movie Perks of Being a Wallflower because yeah it was in that movie and we watched it together and Are a few songs that are also really special to me are a lot of Beatles songs because I love the Beatles and yeah, they're really important to me.
1: Any song anyone has ever said, This Reminds Me of You, or any song someone's recommended to me or been like, I think you'd love this, is immediately in my heart forever. And then just songs from like my childhood, like listening to like with my parents on the radio and stuff like that, are always close to my heart.
3: I mean, I don't really. Have songs that immediately come to mind, but when I think about it a little bit, I'd say the song Poor Unfortunate Souls is one of them because when I was little, like four, I think, I was obsessed with The Little Mermaid. And you know, you'd think I would learn all of Ariel's parts and everything from watching it every day, but instead I knew Ursula's speaking parts and I knew Poor Unfortunate Souls by heart. And I'm sad to say, I do not remember all the words now. I can only sing along to it. I can't just say all the words immediately. <laughs> but I do know all the words to part of your world now. So just switch. But I still love Ursula. Another song I really like, and I guess is kind of special to me, is Empty Bed by Cavetown. The first, like, verse, I guess talks about leaving your fuzzy, I think, fuzzy little friend behind, and he says he was 8 years old, and when I was 8, I moved to India, and I had to leave my cat behind, and so every time I listen to it, I'm just like, twinsies, you know? I don't really know if there's any other songs that I can think of right now, but those are the two I'd say that are pretty special to me. Okay, so another song that I have an attachment to, kind of, I guess, is Things That Make It Warm by Town. For a while, I had a lyric from it in my bio, matching with um, my friend Iz, who used to be the other side of the globe, but she doesn't have her account anymore. And every time I, I listen to it, I just think of her and it just makes me really happy.
2: And I think there will be three songs. I won't say the reasons because they're quite personal. But the first one is Pictures of You by The Cure, the second one is Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead, and the last one would be Live Forever by Oasis.
0: Quick, quick rant about your comfort characters. My comfort characters are um, such cowards and gay bottoms. They're my comfort yeah. <laughs> characters, so I like them. I know the thing is, I have really different comfort characters, so I have some that remind me of myself, so characters I kin, then I have some that are really opposite of myself, and then I have cute characters and hot characters, yeah, but most of them are gay, but that's not, not a bad thing. Some of them are weird.
1: Alright, I'm gonna talk about characters on the Dream SMP. Alright, so Rambu. Rambu is my favorite character on the Dream SP. Um, I love the storyline his characters have. I love his character's personality and humor and everything. Perfect, perfect. 10 out of 10. Other characters on there, are like I love character Wilbur. His whole character arc is just so interesting and so crazy, and it's just, I, I love it. Another character I like on there, character Foolish is really interesting. I can't wait to see his character grow more on there. It's definitely. A, very interesting and like the whole like sibling thing we got going on between Foolers and Dream that they're kind of hinting at so that's really interesting um stuff besides Dream SP, um Percy Jackson um my beloved that is one of my top 10 always comfort characters um I love him he is why my expectations and people are so high a hey boy is not Percy Jackson I do not want him I'll stop now because then I won't shut up about
3: people <laughs> I have so many comfort characters, so I'm just going to list a whole bunch of them. Mermista, Catra, Double Trouble, Stevani. My mind went blank, but uh, Alex Fierro, everybody from Percy Jackson, <laughs> pretty much everyone from Steven Universe, honestly. I just love all of them. Everybody, like, just everyone from all my favorite shows. I think Leslie Nope is definitely one of my comfort characters. She's just, so happy all the time well i mean not all the time there's obviously times when she's sad but she's just such she's so nice and everything it just makes me happy especially watching parks and Rec over and over just because she just seems i don't know there's just something about her and there's something about all those other characters that just reading about them or watching them or looking at fan art of them or like Incorrect quotes and all that stuff, it just makes me really happy.
2: I think my comfort character would be Deku from Pokono Hero Academia. And well, I started thinking he was my comfort character since I found out that he was an INFJ. And well, I am an INFJ as well. So, I think that's probably like the main reason, but also because I just relate to him so much, and I feel yeah, I think he is my comfort character, like oh one hundred percent or at least, yeah, I think so, and the only thing that I do not like about um his personality or or him in general is just that he's a bit too shy and stuff. And I mean, I am too, and I am like that, like exactly more or less shy. And I, I think that it would be better if he just tried to become less shy and stuff like that, you know, like more confident and stuff. I think that would be like the opposite to shyness. And yeah, I think that's the only thing that I could change about him but like throughout the, the story and I mean I, I'm in like season two of that show so I can really talk about that and I think that's it yeah.
0: Okay next question is if you could swap lives with any fictional character for a day who would it be and why? I think I would choose Julia Nakahara because I came him and that would be really cool and also i really like the bongo stray dog universe so yeah that would be really cool to just live there and use to his ability and i would probably finally get him together with darzai because he just doesn't manage it and if i'm him then i could do that but the thing is, it's about swapping, so here's my body. I'm not sure if I want that, but I think it would be not that bad in contrary
3: to some other characters. <laughs> if I could swap lives with any fictional character, I think I'd probably swap lives with Seahawk from she and The Princesses of Power. Because number one... Murmista. and number two he just seems like he would have such a fun life i mean it would be so much fun to go set boats on fire and just being in that world would be amazing
2: i'll say that perhaps you go from Wakfu or any character from that show because it's like really well built and it's like really wonderful like it's it's genius. I, th- I feel like there are so many things to do there. Um, yeah, I think uh, they will wouldn't be enough, actually.
0: What's your opinion on pineapple on pizza? I think it's okay. If I go to a restaurant and buy a pizza, I wouldn't buy the pizza with the pineapple because I prefer other pizza sorts. But... It's okay, I can eat it. If someone has pineapple on pizza for me, I will eat it.
1: I think I can have a valid opinion on pineapple on pizza because I don't like pineapple. I think people can put whatever they want on their pizza. Um, it doesn't really bother me. Just like what you like, you know? But pineapple's gross, in my opinion. So I kind of can't, I don't feel like I can
3: truthfully answer this
1: because I don't like pineapple.
3: I love pineapple on pizza. <laughs> it's, it's really good to, like, I don't know it just works.
2: I don't think I could eat pineapple on pizza like ever because I don't know I feel like it's just a strange combination and I personally think that I I could not eat it but if people eat it normally sometimes that's okay like yeah I can I I think that's that's right.
0: Do you think immortality is a blessing or a curse i think it's a curse because i wouldn't like to be immortal forever because i just don't want to see the whole shit around me and you only value your life if you know it will end someday it doesn't have to be like that but that's how i see life and yeah I believe that someday the earth will destroy itself because that's normal with planets and stars. So yeah, I think what would I do if I'm really immortal? I would just fly around in the freaking universe and try to find a planet with living existence on it. And then I wouldn't even know if I could talk to them. It's just have really scary thought but I'm also scared of dying but I think it's not that bad it's better than being immortal forever.
1: Being immortal would be a curse more than a blessing because especially if you're alone in that sense to where like you would meet people and you get attached to people over time who would leave eventually and you just have to keep repeating that sorrow constantly. So I feel like it would definitely not be as great. Like I feel like it'd be cool for like the first hundred years. And then after that, it'd just be horrible. Like it, would, that, it does not seem fun to live forever. Cause I feel like it would make you not get the most out of your time because you would have all of time. So every day would be almost pointless and meaningless at one point.
3: Immortality is definitely a curse. I would not want to be immortal. That would just be horrible. You have to watch all the people you know die. You would probably just get so bored and then you, you can't even like die and get it over with. I don't know. It just sounds horrible.
2: You know, I was thinking about this question before I saw that it was here. And well, I think immortality is more than a, like more of a curse than a blessing just because like, people, like, they get bored of the same things. And, you know, if if you live forever, it's just going to be pain, I think. So, yeah, that's kind of deep. I like those kind of questions.
0: What kind of secret society would you like to start? Oh, my God, that's it question I've already thought a lot of times about secret societies because that sounds really cool so either it would be a secret host club or the Peter Borders as a secret society or maybe something with poetry and writing or a secret music society or a secret anime society or yeah something like that that just sounds really cool like everything
1: (laughs) what secret society would you i'm just laughing because anna you made anna made that question and she's like that is such a good question (laughs) sorry that was funny um how to make a secret society i wouldn't, because i'm not good at keeping secrets so it'd be like a secret society for like a week and a half and then accidentally tell someone about it
3: (laughs) if i could start a secret society it would probably be something to do with books I don't know, it just seems like the right thing for a secret society, and it would be in a room behind a bookcase, because who doesn't want a secret bookshelf door? It would It would probably be pretty small for only a few people, and I'd always bring snacks.
2: I mean, I think that my secret society would be something that fights for social justice, just because I think... That's a really important topic, and I think I could be the one, like, the kind of person who would start a secret society for that. Like I don't know if you uh, listeners of this podcast have uh, seen this show, uh, the last Marvel show, like the most recent one, The Falcon, The Winter Soldier, like The Black Smashers, like something like that, but of course, not evil. Or more or less, you know, like like searching for peace instead of just I don't know. Well, I won't I wouldn't say anything because um, spoilers. So yeah, I think something like that would be my uh, secret society.
0: The next question is, what secret conspiracy would you like to start? What does w- mean? I can just do it. <laughs> I think I would start the conspiracy that pizza was actually not invented from the Italian people, but that it was a Russian pastry that was just made to hide some secrets from the government.
2: The secret conspiracy that I would like to start would be like perhaps something related to like uh, the beginning of the world. And something like related to the the creation of humans, and like perhaps something that opposes to the Big Bang theory uh, that there that there is like about the beginning of the world. I just think that that is fascinating, and I think that will be like quite interesting as well.
0: What's the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? Okay, so there was one that just can't get off my mind, it's in German, so I try to explain it in English then. So the name was das tut WLAN <laughs> In German, Wi-Fi means WLAN, and when you say that hurts, then you say das tut we, and instead of saying das tut we. The Wi-Fi was called, that's WLAN, because of the name Wi-Fi, so WLAN, yeah, I don't know, it's actually really funny, but I also have seen some that are called after Harry Potter common rooms, which was really cool, and some other puns about Wi-Fi, but I can't remember them right now, so it was probably not a funny
2: it will be definitely this Wi Fi name that I saw last year somewhere that it it like in Spanish it said no tiene and that means it doesn't have one and that's like really funny to me and yeah, I I it's like really simple but yeah, I I think it's that one or perhaps I think it was something about unicorns or like dolphins i think it was both like unicorns and dolphins and that was like the name of the wi-fi network
0: next question is what's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled i've actually asked the question (laughs) but i have no answer to it for myself because honestly almost everything in this household smells weird especially when you have a big family so I don't have a big family in this house but in general and yeah I also already think it's really weird to often just go into someone's house and smell the smell of the house like i don't know i often don't like it so when i find a partner the partner has to smell good or else it won't work out (laughs) i don't know Mm, my dad has a really hard smell so Whenever he's somewhere and leaves, you can still smell his aftershave hours ago, so that's really weird too. But I think the weirdest things I've smelled so far are probably things outside, um, from which I haven't known where they are from. That would actually make pretty much sense, yeah, but I can't remember all of them.
3: <laughs> the weirdest smell I've ever smelled is probably some type of food. I don't know. I've smelled a lot of odd foods. Um, There's this thing in India called black salt, and it's disgusting. It tastes like farts, honestly. It is nasty. (laughs) And it smells really bad, too. Like, the chips with it on it, they all smell gross and weird. But I still try them most of the time.
2: I cannot think of the weirdest smell that I have ever smelled. But as a fun fact, I think that gas stations smell like quite, I wouldn't say good, but I just think that I somehow enjoy the the smell of gasoline. And it's kind of weird actually, but I just think it's like a peculiar smell but yes i think it's harmful but yeah that's why i say it's like peculiar
0: the next question for today is answer a question you want to be asked and i will just go with what's your favorite flower and why so my favorite flower is sunflower because it's yeah really pretty and it has some summer and autumn vibes at the same time because i love both seasons really much and I love the color and I love that it's really tall because tall flowers are just good flowers so yeah that's
1: it answer a question people probably want to know people probably want to know how the pedro border start, so I'll do that so the pedro border started because we were in this really big group chat made by moss and it was for a collab that was like it was like trying to be like the biggest collab and it was like a word collab or whatever and Somewhere along the line, Dills has sent a picture of her cat named Pedro, and just from that point on, we were all like, oh my goodness, Pedro, and then it started because we made a side group chat because we were going to do a collab of pictures of Pedro, but then that never happened, and somehow another group chat was formed that has all of the core members in it today, and just from that point on, we've all developed this amazing friendship over this random cat. Um, Pedro's the best, I love him, and I'm so thankful To have like randomly decided to join this group chat one day, and yeah, so that's how the Pedro border started. I don't know what date it started because I did not want to scroll all the way to the beginning of our messages and figure it out because we texted there so much. So yeah, that's how the Pedro border started. I feel like people would want to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I like this question. The question I would want to be asked is, what type of friend are you in the friend group? And I'd say I'm the mom friend it's just, I feel like everybody can agree I'm the mom friend. (laughs) To add on to what Chan said about how the Pedro border started, I feel like it's important that all of you know the names of everyone. (laughs) So we'll start with Dales, of course. She is Pedro's owner, and next is Moss, who owns Perla, who is also a pretty important cat in there. Next would be I guess Chan. She's pretty important to the chat. She's in there a lot. Next is Neve. If I'm saying your name a little bit wrong, I'm sorry. You're Irish. Irish names are hard, okay? (laughs) Then Lauren and JP and Mimi and Max and Annie and Anna, of course, and me, I May. And I always feel like I'm forgetting someone, but I think I actually got almost everyone this time. Okay, yeah, I got everyone. Wow, that's the first time I've been able to name every single person. But I feel like that's a very important thing to know.
2: Now, this one is like basically asking myself the question. And I think it'll be perhaps what is my novel about? Because, well, I think I said it in like one of the first recordings that I did. And it's about a girl who lives in a world where there are no colors, like zero colors. And then because of some magical events, uh, she starts seeing colors and like no, uh, not only colors, like also magical things. And then she will understand that she has uh, this mission in the world Uh, that she has to accomplish. So that's basically it. I think, I didn't say any spoiler, but um, I haven't finished this novel. It's a trilogy currently. This is the first one and I'm honestly really excited about it. I think I will finish it soon. And yeah, this is sort of like self-promoting right now. So yeah, I will just stop right now. Okay, this is a special question. That was asked to me because I think I am the only INFJ that is participating on this podcast episode. I think the thing that I like the most about being an INFJ is this thoughtful mind that I have and just this thought of helping everyone. But that's also the part that I dislike because sometimes I think more about others than myself like way too much and that sometimes isn't that good and sometimes it isn't that good like for uh for the other person and for me. So that's that's the only thing I dislike, I think. So yeah.
0: I will now record the answers from our friend Moss who won't record because of personal reasons so i will just do that okay one of most answers is to the swept life with fictional character i like to sweat my life with luna lovegood or steve universe i guess then we have a favorite movie and most answered house moving castle or spirited away then favorite album is be the cowboy by mitsuki most favorite animal is frogs or rats. Then, most opinion on pineapple on pizza is I'm Italian, but I don't give a shit about what other people eat. If they like it, it's fine. <laughs> then, we have Do you think immortality is a curse or a blessing? It's obviously a curse. And most last answer is Favorite season? I like winter. I'm going to do, like, an outro,
1: like, concluding statement to end off my stuff. Thank you, Anna, for having me on here. It's been super-duper fun answering questions. Uh, make sure to follow the Pedro Borders Instagram page we have together. It's Pedro Border with a Z, so Pedro Borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure to follow uh, – check out my page if you want. Um, it's at banana MBS on Instagram. And make sure you follow all the other talented people who are in the Pedro Borders. Um, They are so sweet and so talented and they deserve all the love. So make sure you go and check them out. Um, Make sure to follow and like the podcast. Um, Anna is doing such a great job with it. It's such an amazing podcast. It's available on anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So make sure to check that out and share it. And yeah, thank you for having me on, Anna. I love you and I'll talk
3: to everyone later. For my closing statement, I'm just gonna say, I love all the Pedro borders so much. They're all so nice. Um, go follow all of us and follow the Pedro borders account. My account is Ravenpuff Cinnamon Roll, and Cinnamon is misspelled with an I instead of an A. And it it might be changed soon, soon though. So depending on when you're watching this, it could be different. But I'm not gonna spoil it. You can just cut out my awkward silence. <laughs> I'm gonna try and figure out what to say next. Thank you so much for listening definitely follow this podcast listen to all of the episodes they're all really really good and yeah that's it bye
2: and now i'm going to record my last recording for this episode well thank you anna for having me and for having the rest of us in this little podcast episode that will probably last a while and i am really thankful for meeting you all and for having this awesome friendship with you, like with all of you, and well, my account, my moodboard account, will be underscore fake plastic trees underscore, and the fake has the the four as like a four as the a, and that will be it, I think. Make sure to follow Ana's podcast and follow our account, which I think chan already mentioned so i won't mention it again yeah thank you bye
0: thanks to all of you for taking part i love you this was anna and my podcast darling's vocal Chords.